listening to the Egypt Pentecostal broadcast. We pray that something is said in song or message uh, that is a blessing to you. Our church times are 6 o'clock Sunday evening and 7 o'clock Wednesday night. Our motto is, if you're looking for a church, we're looking for you. God bless you. Every heartache, every trial, I do it all again To get to where I'm going and to stand here where I am I'm running for the finish line, but should I have to crawl On my knees I claim the victory, shouting it is worth it all I see the lights before me talk about being alone and under fire, but I'm still okay. How's that? Alone and under fire, but I'm still okay. The Bible says in Romans 8, 35, I'll read down to verse 39, it says, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or pearl or sword? As it is written, for thy sake they kill me all the day long. We are accounted as sheep to the slaughter. Nay, in, nay, in all things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers nor things present nor things to come nor height nor death or any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Let us pray. Lord, we love you and we thank you. We, we are so thankful for the wonderful plan of salvation. And I'm glad it's there. I'm glad it's free. Uh, and I'm glad that you are very present help in the time of trouble. I'm glad that there's times that we're alone. There's times that we're under far, under pressure. But as long as we have you by our side, we're still doing okay. Uh, that's the main thing, Lord. Help our people here today, God. Lead us, God, to a closer walk than what we have. Save our lost. Heal our sick, God. Deliver us, God, from whatever temptation, whatever trial it might be that we're in right now, God. We ask all this in your wonderful, wonderful name. In Jesus' name, amen. Alone and under far, but I'm okay. How many have ever been there? I, I, I was thinking uh, when I was looking at this and I was going through this, and I'm, I'm going to read around different places if the Lord will let me get to that point. Uh, but I was reading a story about this uh, fighter pilot, and he was basically, I guess he'd been sent out on a mission, uh, and it was in the midnight. I mean, it was in the, it's, pretty, it's pretty lonely at midnight. Amen. It's pretty lonely at midnight, 1, 2, and 3 o'clock in the morning. There ain't much happening. Amen. They, a lot of times, uh, if your kids are running around, a lot of times there probably ain't much good happening. Can I go ahead and say that? Uh, but I, I was reading about this fighter pilot, and he, the, the way I read that is he was, he was basically flying over an Iraqi uh, plane or something like that, and all he had was just, a, I think he had some headphones in listening to some kind of music, and all it was was just him, and he was almost like in a dark, dark dungeon. Uh, and he was in that dungeon, and you know how it is, and I, I've been out light, and you've been out light, and I was think, putting myself, we, we've been driving late at night, about all we got is the glare off of the speedometer, off the radio, and it's pretty, pretty depressing to me. You honestly, when you get out there and everybody with you, it's the way it is with me, amen. You get to driving down the road trying to get somewhere, and I can't see good at night, amen. 
Uh, and everybody's nodding in out about everybody's asleep. I'm going to go ahead and say what it is. And there you are trying your best to keep your head up uh, and, and keep going. Amen. And uh, I, I was thinking of all the, 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 and a lot of times I've been out, sometimes I've been out by myself be the better way to explain it. And nobody around but me and the Lord. Amen. I felt all alone. All I had was the glare off my speedometer or the radio. Uh, and then there's times like that and, and, and it seemed like you're, you're, you're in that place or you're in that position if you want to say it that way. And and there's times that we get that way spiritually, amen. We get out there in a dark place. Anybody been there? Uh, we get alone. We get scared. We get beyond human help. I wrote down, amen. And sometimes uh, we get beyond something that I can do. There's times, that, there's times that I can't reach you. There's times I can't find you. But I'm glad he's our very present help in the time of trouble, amen. Uh, and I looked at this situation and looked at that and compared it to some of the different things. You can go over different things in your mind or different things, but... I started looking at the, in the Old Testament at Jeremiah, what he was saying. He was basically in the middle of a mission, if you want to go ahead. And I won't go into all of that, but he was, he was, there was fear on him. There was loneliness, and he was discouraged, and we've all been there, amen. We've all been to that place. But I turned to the book of Lamentations, and it was three, and I'm going to read different things there if the Lord will help me. He said, my strength and my hope perished. Have you ever been there? From the Lord. He said, this is Jeremiah speaking. He said, my strength and my hope perished from the Lord. But remembering my affliction and my misery and my wormwood and my gall and my soul and my, and my soul hath, uh, st hath them still in remembrance. And he humbled me and says, and I recall in my mind, therefore, I have hope. Amen. And there's times in our life that we have been in a lonely place. I mean, there's times in our life uh, that we have been discouraged. There's times in our life that we, we feel we have, we're afraid, amen. The Bible says he's not given us a spirit of, uh, of, of fear, but power and love and of a sound mind, amen. But uh, we're all human, amen. We get in those places and we, we don't understand some of the things we're going through. We're afraid. We're alone. It's almost like we're on that midnight highway or over the over this battlefield where this soldier was going trying to fly in. And all it is, uh, and you feel feel like there's nobody there, amen. You feel like you're all alone. You feel like you're under attack, if you want to go ahead and say it that way. And you feel like that you're, I'm going to go ahead and tell you this one. I'll come back to this if the Lord will help me. And, and I kept thinking this when I was looking at this and reading over this uh, of the three Hebrew boys of Shadrach, Meshach, and the Bendigo. And I'm not going to talk about them much, but I got to thinking of how this, uh, they went into that fiery furnace. We know the story. Even the soldiers that brought them up to that door, they, they was burnt before they ever got him thrown in, amen. And I like what it says, oh, Nebuchadnezzar looked into that fire, and you know, they was under fire. They was under attack. They was almost alone, amen, because they would not bow to the things and the idols and the worship of this world, amen, and they was pressed. They was probably there by themselves, but you know what Nebuchadnezzar said? When they threw, that, when they threw them three in that fire, they looked in that fire in that fourth man, amen. Now, you figure that out. I got, I got to study about that, and I'm going to skip around. I've got, my mind's already scattered anyway. It says that. Now, this is the Old Testament. How in the world? You figure that out and call me after a while if you want to think on that. How in the world? It says, he said he favors the Son of God. Amen. The Son of God hadn't even been, been here. You, you figure that out. That's, that's over my head. It's over my thinking. But how did he know what the Son of God even looked like back in the Old Testament? Amen. When you figure that out, call me and then we'll talk about it because we'll never be able to figure it out. But anyway, he's God. Amen. He, I don't have to explain him. Amen. I just have to preach him. Amen. And I was thinking, they was in that far. They was all alone. Amen. They was under attack. 
attack, amen, but that fourth man, amen, I'm glad of the fourth man. The fourth man makes them okay, amen, and the fourth man makes us okay, amen. He's there for us when nobody else is around him. Might I go ahead and tell you this, that they come out of that fiery furnace, there wasn't a smell of smoke on them, there wasn't a hair singed upon their head, everything was all fine and dandy. Might I go ahead and tell you right now, there's a fiery furnace that sometimes that we go through in this world, amen, and that fourth man is still there, amen. There's times we get under attack, there's times we don't know what to do, amen, but that fourth man, Brother Lawrence, he's always there when we step into that boiler room, amen. And I was thinking of different things, how Jeremiah was going on here, he said, I remembered in my mind that I have hope, amen, and that's what we have to do here in our relationship with God, amen. There's times that we're not going to understand that it rains on the just as well as the unjust. Can I get an amen on that? It's that everything ain't been a bed of roses since I've been saved. That preacher on TV lied to me, amen. He told me to send me some money, and all this was going to happen, that going to happen. That's a bunch of garbage, amen. I'm just making a joke, amen. You can laugh at it if you want to, but I'm just saying it didn't turn out the way that he said it would, amen. But I, but when I walked up to that altar that night and gave my heart to the Lord, amen, I ain't never been the same. I had a birth I can't remember, honey, and I've had one that I can't forget, amen. I'm saying tonight, I've been through trials, I've been through valleys, I've been through the far, amen, but I'm still doing okay, amen. And that's the same way as some of you right now. You've got a testimony a mile long of what God has brought you through and took you through. Yes, you could have quit a long time ago. The odds was against you. You might as well wave the white flag, put your Bible under your seat and go to the house and quit, but you but you held on. I held on till the storm passed over. I think Lori may have sung that song somewhere near that. And you know what? You're sitting here under the sound of my voice right here tonight and that big hand of God is still sheltering you. He's still shielding you. He's still protecting you. Amen. You know what? Everything ain't went the way you thought it would go. Amen. You've had ups. You've had downs. You've had valleys. You've had trials. You've had sickness. You've had death. But you know what? You're still doing okay. Amen. Because that fourth man. Amen. Because of the fourth man, we have life today. Amen. And I, I blow my mind when I got to thinking on that. And I've read that and I've preached that I don't know how many times. And I look at how in the world that they know. I didn't want to preach about tonight, but I want to make my point. How in the world that they know what the Son of God looked like. Amen. This was in the Old Testament. I know what I'm saying. He hadn't even been shown yet. Amen. Hadn't even been born yet. But anyway, that's what it was. And I'm glad that we got a God tonight that we can't figure out. Amen. You can try to sit down and dissect him and try to tell you this and have all these big smart Bible scholars try to do this and do that. And then God will come along and do something we can, we just don't understand. Amen. And it ain't meant for us to understand because he's God. Amen. And he sent his son into this world so that we might have life and we might what have it more abundantly. But Jeremiah said, I remembered in my mind, therefore, that this Lord has mercies on me and not consumed because his compassions, it says they fail not. He said, every morning I get new, every morning, great is thy faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, saith my soul, therefore I have hope in what in him and the Lord of good unto him that wait upon him and the soul that seeketh him. And it is a good for a man that he should have hope and quietly await for the salvation of the Lord. Amen. What are you saying tonight? I'm saying tonight we have a God tonight that is not going to let us be consumed. Amen. We have a God tonight that is not tempted above what we can bear. Amen. We have a God tonight the things that attack our minds, our hearts, and our souls if we're true to his. Can I go ahead and say that there tonight? It is Father filtered. I look at that. He's filtered. He knows what we can 
him. He knows what we can overcome. Why do you know that? The Bible says there's no temptation taken unto you as such as common to man, but God is faithful. Say amen to that. They said, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you are able but with the temptation he'll always also make a way to escape what that you may be able to bear it. Amen. How many have been to that breaking point? But you didn't break. Woo! Why? Because he's with you, amen. He took me to the edge, but I didn't go over the edge, amen. I come I come to church one night and told him I'm not coming back, but I come back again, amen. I told him one night I'd never going to preach again. I was mad, I was hurt, I was discouraged. I felt like throwing my hands up in the air, but you know what I done? I got up and I preached again, amen. I, got, I come to church one night, everybody made fun of my singing, put me down. They done this and done that. You know what? the singer did. They got up and they sung again. They made a joyful noise unto the Lord. Amen. What are you saying? It may get hard to bear but he'll make it He'll make it bearable. Amen. It may get where you can't even stand it. The fire may get so hot that you can't even stand it. Amen. But you're not alone. You're going through the valleys. You're going through the trials and the temptations and all the things that's in this world but you know what? You're still doing okay. Amen. Some of you sitting under the sound of my voice right now, you've went through sickness, but you're doing okay. Come on now. The doctor give you this, they told you that. Some of you went through death, amen, but you're still doing okay, amen. You, you've been hurt, it's sorrowful, it hurts in your heart. Your spouse, your friends, your, your children, different things has happened in your life. It didn't go the way that I thought it would go, but God was always there. God was there in the middle that far when I didn't have an answer, when I didn't know which way to turn, I didn't know which way to go, God was there. Thank God for the fourth man. Thank God for the one that was there with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Thank God for the one that crawled in that lion's den with Daniel when he was about to be devoured and eaten by lions. Thank God for that one that stood there with David as he stood there and looked at Goliath and looked him straight in the eye and told him that he could defeat him, and he did defeat him. You know what? There's a little bit of David in every one of us, amen, we get small at times. We're a small fry sometimes. But I'm saying tonight, we get backed into the corner sometimes. But you know what? I'm looking at a bunch of people right now at Egypt Pentecostal Church that's going to rise above the situation. They're going to rise above the giant. They're going to rise above the fiery furnace. They're going to rise above the lion's den because he is with you. Everything may be going wrong about you, but you know what? You're still doing okay because he is with you. He's not going to allow you a challenge that you can't meet. Can I get an amen? He knows what you can handle. Can I say amen to that? I was looking over this and my mind broke back and went back to Job. You talk about a man ever had a chance to quit. He should have quit. Might as well go ahead and say it. He lost everything under the sun. He lost his health. He lost his children. He lost his wealth. He lost his animal. He lost it. He lost it. He lost it. Gone. I like my creek in the floor there. His wife told him, Rusty, 
Won't you just curse? Won't you quit? Curse God and die. You, you ain't doing no good what you're doing. Everything's going on. He had friends come to him and thought he'd done something wrong for all this stuff to happen to him. He said, naked I come into this world. He said, naked I'm going to leave here. The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. I'm thanking God for the fourth man right now. I'm thanking God that when I was alone, I'm still okay. When I was under fire, I was still okay. When Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego was pushed against the wall, some way somehow that fourth man made it okay and I come to tell you tonight whatever you're going through tonight whatever your battle is tonight whatever your struggle is tonight I'm not going to sit here and tell you that it'll get better today but I come to tell you as long as you have faith and trust in him you're going to be okay what are you saying you ever get homesick I think about that, and I was in a funeral the other day, and we, we was talking about that. How do you get homesick for a place you've never been? Think about that. We say that, oh, again, I'm homesick. We sang those songs, and we, we read in the Bible, but I ain't never been there. How do you homesick for a place you ain't never been? But I'm still longing to go, Amen. It's got to be better than this down here, amen. There can't be no sorrow. There can't be no heartache. There can't be no pain. There can't be no suffering. There can't be no murders. There can't be no adulterers. There can't be no liars. There can't be no thieves. They can't. They can't. They can't go. They can't go. You can holler what you want. You can justify it all you want. The Bible. If the Bible's cut you out, then you cut out, boys. Ain't nothing I can do about it. I can't go up there and take your place on Judgment Day. And and let me tell a few good deeds you done honey you've got to have this stuff under the blood that fourth man is who I'm talking about tonight that one that was in that far that one that when you're alone you've got him right beside you that one when you come under attack of the devil and the flames of this world he's there beside you to lead you and guide you and tell you the direction to get out of that mess and he went the Israelites under all the stuff they went through in Pharaoh, they're still okay. Come on, Elijah in a cave somewhere, but he's still okay. Come on. What are you saying? They sang a song, and it kept coming to me when I was saying this, that I'm a winner either way, if I go or if I stay. Amen. But I'm sorry. There's times of me that I get so tired of this world, I feel like throwing my hands up in the air. Amen. But there's something down here makes me want to stay. I don't why. Why it is? Why are we that way? I mean, we're everyone that way. We, we we say we want to go home. We're living. We're striving, doing everything we can to, uh, uh, to to enter into God's good city. Amen. But all of a sudden, something will happen to us, and we'll do everything we can. Now, come on now. Everything we can to find some kind of cure for what happens to us. And death is the best thing that probably could ever happen to every one of us if you're saved. You see what I'm saying? I don't mean I don't want you to die. I want you to live. I want you to prosper. I, I, I want to see your kids raised. I, I want to see you. I want to see you. I, I want to try to do all this. Amen. The best that I can. Amen. But you know what? If I left here tonight, I'd be a far better man. Amen. If I left, if you left here tonight, if you left whatever situation, you know what? I, I was looking at a verse and it came to me and I was coming over here and I, that song kept coming to me that I'm a winner either way. Whether if I go or if I stay, I'm going to be okay. If I have to stay here and fight 
a little bit longer, then I'll be okay, amen, because he is with me. And there's times that I like to get out of the fight, amen. There's times I like to climb up out of the fiery furnace. There's times that I don't like to be alone. There's times I feel like that I'm in that midnight hour and there's a little glow coming at me and nobody else is around me, amen. It says we're troubled on every side, but yet not distressed. We're perplexed, perplexed, but not in despair. We're persecuted, but not forsaken. We're cast down, what? But not destroyed. It says our light affliction, which is not above the moment, but worketh for a free, exceedingly, and eternal weight and glory. While we look not at the things which are seen and the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are what? Only temporary, amen. But the things we do not see are eternal. You ever seen heaven? I ain't. I read about it and preach about it. But one day these eyes, if I hold on, come on now, I'm preaching like the old timers. Yeah. If I hold on, if I endure to the end, that's what the Bible says. I'm just preaching old time now. I bet old timer told me one time, he said, you're not really ever saved till you endure to the end. I don't really understand what he's saying. Do you understand what he's saying? He said, yeah, we, we, we can get a place. And he got to explain it to me. And I got to scratch in my head because I hadn't really heard it that way, but we preach it that way. We're never, we're never truly saved. Come on. till we make it. Come on, that's the way we believe it, ain't it? Some, uh, but, but I know there's a place in our life, and, and I believe every one of us are probably sitting on the center of us. We have that peace, amen. We have that comfort that we have made that step for Christ, amen. We've allowed his spirit, amen, to come into our life and give us that peace that passes all understanding. But I look at what that old timer was saying, and it made a lot of sense to me. We got a race to run. We got to finish the course that's set before us. We got we to we can't lay our treasures up here on this earth where moth and rust and thieves can break through and steal but our treasures has got to be laid up there amen a place that we cannot see but while we're here we're going to have to go through trials and temptation we're going to be attacked from every side we're going to be distressed not despaired but we're going to be okay because he is with us amen is that okay don't doubt. Can I get an amen? The God that I serve, that I put my faith in, is able to keep me. Come on. Do you want me to read it again? That's what the Bible says. I can't keep myself. We got to strive to live good. I believe that with everything in the sound of my voice. But listen what it says. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ. Christ loved us while we was yet sinners. Is that the Bible? When me and Rusty wasn't doing no good, when we weren't even close to being saved, amen, when we weren't even close to being in a church house, I'm using Rusty now, he still loved us, Brother Fox. 
He still cared for us, Brother Rusty. When I deserved to go to hell, he still climbed up on that cross for me and Rusty and Lawrence and everybody else under the sound of my voice right here tonight. And I'll say it like this, like every other preacher said, if I'd have been the only one, if he'd have been the only one, if Lawrence would have been the only one, Jesus still would have came and laid his life down freely on the cross of Calvary that one of us might be saved. Amen. Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine, no nakedness, no pearl, no sword, and as is written, for my sake we are killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep as a slaughter. Nay, in all things what we are more than conquerors, say amen to that, through him that, that loved us. I am persuaded that neither death, when death happens, if he's with us, we're still okay, amen. Or life, if we got this life or the life to come, whichever one it is, I know we're going to be better off over there with all the with the glorified body, amen. Nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor present things, or things to come, nor height, nor death, or any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Jesus our Lord. You know what? The if you lose out, I'll say it this way: it's your fault. It's your fault. If you turn around and walk out that door, lay your Bible down and go back to the house and go back to that same person you was, that's your, it's on you, baby. He done done what he knowed to do, amen. He done, he'll still love you if you come back, amen. He'll even take you if you come back, amen. But if you rebel and go that direction and don't return back to the Father's house or in the place of submission and do your first works back over according to the book of Revelation, you don't have a chance, my friend, to make it. If you rebel and go the other direction and end up out there and die in that situation, honey, I don't want to be in your shoes when it comes to judgment day. I want to be rung up with him. I want to be prayed up with him. I want to be right beside him every chance I get tonight. If I only had hope in this world I'd be of men most miserable. But thank God my hope ain't in this world, honey. It's in the world to come. It ain't in power and prestige and money down here. It's in a man called Jesus that rose again on the third and glorious morning. My hope and my strength and my salvation, all is in him. said, I remembered in my mind that I have hope. It says, every morning, a new morning, great is thy faithfulness. There'll be something new for you in the morning. When you wake up in the morning, there'll be something come at you, something attack you. But I'm glad for the fourth man. Come on. When he sees you sneak in one direction, and you know you shouldn't be going that way, but you're going to go ahead and do it because you're trying to satisfy this right here called the flesh. The flesh tells you to come this way. The flesh told you to stay home tonight. Come on. Some of you are sick. I understand that. I, ain't, I'm not, I understand things. But the flesh will tell you everything against this. It'll tell you not to read this, Chris. It'll tell you not to pray. It'll tell you not to invite somebody to come to the house of God, amen. It'll tell you to put things before him, amen. And if we ain't careful, we'll listen to it. I have before, ain't you? Every one of you have. 
It's almost like I say a tug of war. Spiritual war. Nothing. We're not wrestling against powers and principalities and rulers. And we're, it's basically against each other, man. I hope we're going right back and forth with one another, amen. This one's pulling, that one's pulling. And we're trying every way in the world to satisfy this and let this get bigger and bigger. And if we ain't careful, we'll feed this. And this inner man, he needs fed. Come on. This needs to grow in you, amen. Like I preached on growth here a few di- few services ago, we are, we should never be satisfied with where we're at, amen. We should always be growing and trying to progress and get stronger and more, and more knowledge and wisdom. And we, we should always be striving to do more. I don't care how sanctified you are. I don't care how holy you are. Pull off your halo, honey. I come to tell you, I don't care if you're filled with the Holy Ghost or you just got saved the other night. I'm say, Like I told him here, the other night. It don't matter if you got in on the third hour, the sixth hour, the ninth hour, or the eleventh hour. So if you've been in on the third hour and you've been in this for a long time, you ought to have some knowledge and wisdom about you, amen. It ought to be something about you here, amen. You ought to have enough wisdom and knowledge. The Bible says to forsake not of your assembling of yourselves together, amen. We ought to have enough knowledge that when it's time to go to church, we ought to get in our cars and make ourselves come over here. You ever have to make yourself go to church? But the flesh will say, stay home. Stay home. Rest. We'll go Sunday. You're going to be late anyway. I don't care if you come in at five after eight. Come on down. We do what we can. That's exactly right. I'm firm believing you'll get what you put in it. Amen. We come over here and put everything, and we've probably not done that tonight. Can I get an amen? I'm as guilty as you are. But I'm sweating and hollering. You're going to go home with, with dry threads. I'm still sweating up here. I could probably preach a lot better than what I have, but, but I'm still sweating, amen. I'm still up here trying to do something for the Lord, amen. My voice ain't too clear. It's a little raspy, all that. I could probably come up with a better message, but I'm just talking about the fourth man. And I come to tell you, no matter what times we have to go through, no matter what the struggles, no matter how many times that you're alone and you, and you have fear and doubt and unbelief in your life, you're going to be okay because he He's with you, amen. He's right there beside you. He's walking with you. He's talking with you. He's leading you and he's guiding you and he's directing you. And I want you to know that you're going to be okay. The Bible says, says, for I am straight betwixt the two. You ever get that way? It says, I have a desire to depart. Come on. And to be with Christ, which is far better. I still have that. I have that. I want to stay here and watch my kids grow. Is that okay? I married one. I didn't marry a daughter. I got one here. It's probably got on her mind already. Bless her heart. They like to kill me to give the first one away. When I give her away, I guess I just throw my hands up there and quit. I want to see that. Amen. I want to see her grow up. I want them to see them. To live closer to me than what Allison does. Remember what I'm saying. Move clean over into Morris Creek. Ain't nothing wrong with Morris Creek. It just takes a long time for me to get over there to do something for her. Amen. I just can't drop everything I can if she lived right there beside me. Write this down, okay? 
but I'm caught betwixt the two. Come on now. I have a desire to go on, which is far better, what the Bible says, with Christ. I want that, don't you? But I want to be here as long as I can to preach as much as I can, to teach and reach and do what I can, to take as many as I can to the same heaven that I preach, amen. I don't know everything, but I know a little bit, amen. I know enough to get you saved, amen. It ain't me that's going to save you anyway. I know enough to preach you how to get saved, amen. I think you know that. And that's my desire. Caught betwixt the two. Either way, I'm going to be okay. If I leave here tonight, just say, he's all right. You don't have to have a big funeral and this and all that stuff. Just say, he's okay because he's with the Lord, amen. But if I stay here for a while and I have to go through some of the things that we go through, you know what, I'm still going to be okay. And I just want you to know that you're going to be okay. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not one of these preachers that's going to tell you if this is going to happen, that's going to happen. It's going to rain on you. Come on now. You're going to go through. I, I, I had this wrote down. It says in different things. Just because it says believers think that it's strange for them to experience trouble, persecution, hunger, poverty, or danger, trouble, and calamity do not necessarily mean that God has deserted us. Amen nor that he has stopped loving us. That's in a commentary right there in my Bible. And that's reading about some of this stuff. Just because we have to go through this, that don't mean he loves us in anything. If it's anything, when we go through these things, he loves us even more. And you know what? When we go through these things and through these fires and when we're alone, we need him even more. Come on. Why, why is it when it, we ain't got no, anyway, I'm just going to preach. When everything's going fine and dandy, seem like we think less of him. You, you, you're the same way I am. Everything's fine. Bills are paid. We've got a roof overhead. Everything's doing fine. But when, when we're in that far, come on. When we're alone, amen. Seem like I'm in the altar more, amen. <laughs> is, is that you? <laughs> when, I don't, when I don't have an answer for the things that's going on around me, Lawrence, Seem like I'm in that altar more. And I don't, I don't want bad things to happen to me to make me pray, amen. I want to be a praying like that all the time, amen. I don't want, I don't want, I don't want sickness to come on me or, or this to happen to me or, or the doctor to tell me this or tell me this to make me get in that altar and pray. I need to be in that altar all the time, even when I'm on the mountaintop. But I know what, that's just all of us, amen. When everything's fine and dandy, we're just kind of floating through. But when the rug's pulled out from under you and your roof is falling in and the fire is nipping at your heels, that's when we're praying more. Look at your neighbor and say, he's with me. He's right beside of me. If anybody doesn't need leaving, it's you. It ain't him. Can I get an amen? If you leave him, it's up to you because he ain't leaving you. You know, you can run, you can rebel, you can run into the far country the same way that he did. And you know what? He'll still come to you and pull at you. He'll tug at you. You can go down to the bar tonight and sit on the bar stool at Richmond and get your Budweiser. And if you've ever tasted this, it says to taste and see that the Lord is good, honey. And if you've ever tasted this, that'll never satisfy you out there, amen. That world out there will never give you the satisfaction in your soul tonight. You can put it off, play it off, acting like you're the big shot 
this and big shot that. You're nothing without Jesus. Amen. And I'm saying you'll never be satisfied. There'll be an emptiness and a void in your life as long as you stay out there in that far country. And you've got to be like the prodigal. You have to come to yourself. You've got to realize the shape that you're in before you can ever get any kind of help. You ever seen a drug addict? Never do anything wrong. When you ask them something or tell them something, it ain't nothing but a lie, a lie, a lie, and one lie. And they hate you. That's all it is. They're never wrong about nothing because they've not come to themselves. They, they know to do good, but they still don't do it. I, some of them I talk to. They know they should be in church. They know, she, they know, they know, they know, but, but they're sitting there in that hog pen. And you talk, I don't know how I've got off on this, but they don't want any better. They just soon sit there with the hogs and sit there and rot and stink and wilt away and die lost and go to hell. But there's a father. I don't know how I've got off on this. His arms open, saying, come on home. I still love you. Amen. I still love you. Whether you, whether you wasted everything you got, whether you, you, you lost your inheritance, you lost all your money, you lost your good name, you lost your testimony, you lost your desire to preach, you don't sing anymore, you don't testify anymore, you're not committed anymore, you're not there anymore. But you know what? No matter he's married to you, he's married to the backside of the Bible says. He's there with outstretched arms and he can't make you come. He can draw you to come. you got to be drawn. I mean, believe that. Amen. You've got to be drawn to be saved. You just don't walk up here and shake my hand and think everything's fine, dandy. Almost like he lassoes you. He's pulling, and you're pulling back. Because I know when I made that step of faith that this old boy had to change. How many believes you change when you get saved? I do. If you don't, you ain't got it. Might as well go away. You can claim whatever you want. But you know how you can tell somebody got saved? They change. They're changed. Their ways change. Their mind changes. Their talk changes. Everything changes. And I'll come to tell you tonight, no matter what your battle is, no matter what you're feeling, whether you're alone or lonely or discouraged or just feel like throwing your hands up, if you're still serving him, you're going to be okay. Jeremiah remembered in his mind. Can you remember in your mind that I have hope in Jesus? Allison sings that song, all my hope is in Jesus. I've been to the bottom and I'm back up again. I don't know how the song goes, but anyway, you know what I'm saying. I'm going to hush. The kids are coming up. Let's pray. Lord, we love you. We thank you, Lord, for this night. We thank you, Lord, for being there with us through that far, through that temptation, through those times that we just don't understand things. We thank you, God, for giving that assurance that you're right there. When the devil looks in and tells you, you ain't going to make it, you're going to give up, you're going to burn up, you're going to wield away, I want him to see the fourth man. 
I wanted to see that man. When everybody come to Job and told him this and told him that, Job ended up
bottom. 